When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Space News Pod, SpaceX's Starship and the Super Heavy Rocket, which is the BFR. The BFR is going to launch Starship into the cosmos, going to launch it into Earth orbit at some point in the future. And they're working on doing some hop tests in the near future. They're working on getting clients into Earth orbit 2021. And they said that they already have about three or four people on the line for that. They're working with them, see if it's actually a possibility. But they need a launch pad too. They don't have a launch pad quite yet. SpaceX jobs have been posted where they're looking for an engineer or multiple engineers that will be responsible for preparing both Starship and Super Heavy, and its pad facilities for the rocket's first launches. Um, the initial launch capability will be achieved at uh, Kennedy Space Center, Complex 39A. It's also called 39A, the Pad 39A, which is, you know, that's just the old name for it. And SpaceX has been leasing this property since 2014, so they're about five years in. They've been launching from there from 2017, and it was built in the 60s for Saturn V rockets, which is the largest rocket that the U.S. has ever built. 79A spent three decades supporting space shuttle launches, so 30 years they were doing space shuttle, space shuttle launches. The space shuttle was retired. And then SpaceX took over the facility. They're renting it out. They're leasing it out. They can do rocket launches from there. They can do pretty much anything they need to do to get stuff into orbit from that launch facility, from that launch pad. 39A is very capable of harboring the Starship and the Super Heavy rocket. But they've kind of they've discussed plans to turn their South Texas outpost into an orbital launch site. So SpaceX posted uh, their job post. Let me read this to you. There's a couple, couple things here. Uh, launch engineer, Starship operations, the Cape Starship operations engineer plays a critical role and is responsible for design build in operations for Starship and super heavy vehicle development and initial launch capability from launch pad 39A. Initial launch, get, launch capability. Engineers will be working in multiple disciplines, fluids, structures, instrumentation, civil and manufacturing. 
So basically, these engineers would be, it seems like they'd be building a new launch pad for just Starship, for the big rocket, BFR. Big effing rocket, big Falcon rocket. Here's some responsibilities for that job post if you're interested in getting a job with SpaceX as a launch engineer. Like, how cool of a job title is that? Also, just think about that for a second. How cool of a title when when you meet somebody at a bar or wherever, you're out to lunch, and somebody goes, hey, what do you do? Go, I'm a launch engineer for SpaceX. Like, that's the coolest job title. Unless you're an astronaut, of course. Then you're the coolest person. But this launch engineer, their duties are to assist in the design and development of mechanical and fluid launch systems for the Starship and Super Heavy Vehicle at our Cape Canaveral launch site. It's in Florida. Develop novel ways site-wide to streamline processes and increase the reliability of Starship operations. Projects will range from site development for fabrication, automated welding systems, launch pad fluid systems, to small custom veils for fluid systems, uh, test fixtures, and automated mechanisms. Use your well-rounded technical knowledge to display proficiency in basic structural sizing, mechanics, and design while making development designs based on cost and schedule considerations. Uh, directly support the fabrication of tooling and ground support equipment at the launch site facilities. Collaborate with both design and fabrication engineering. Uh, ensure that all parts are received and inspected at the correct time to facilitate the build schedule. Uh, participate in tool design and development. Develop production, activation, and operations procedures and processes. Uh, resolve manufacturing discrepancies and interface with the cross-functional teams. So <clears throat> basically what they need is somebody who can take over the launch facility. They need somebody who can do all the, the heavy lifting at their launch facilities. They have to weld stuff, automated welding systems. They have to develop launch pad fluid systems. So there's a lot of designing going on. There's a lot of engineering going on. There's a launch engineer. This is going to be launching a gigantic rocket into space. So you have to be really good. And there's qualifications for this. You need a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering or aerospace engineering, two plus years of experience working with mechanical processes in a manufacturing environment, and two plus years of hands-on fabrication assembly and testing experience. Um, so that being said, you have to be, you know, you have to be pretty uh, ingrained in this kind of culture. Engineering, aerospace, etc. They prefer that you get a master's degree in engineering. Um, and they want you to have large mechanical systems experience within a fast-paced environment requiring high levels of autonomy and design creativity. They want you to know CAD, previous experience managing large assembly models and drawings, additional requirements. So these, so and this is like the preferred skills and experience. There's a whole list of like 15 things. I don't want to go through all of them because that's a lot of stuff. Basically, you have to be very good at what you do. Um, additional requirements. So this is, uh, these are kind of like the, the, the nitpicky things. Ability to pass Air Force background check for Cape Canaveral. Ability to lift 20 to 30 pounds, standing, climbing, bending, grasping, sitting, pulling, pushing, stooping, stretching, and carrying. 
may be required to perform the functions of this position, willing to travel for undetermined periods of time with limited notice. Are they sending you to space? Is that what's happening? Undetermined periods? They're going to send you to Mars. Uh, ability to work extended hours as needed to support project milestones. So what this seems like, when I, okay, so as somebody who's looked for jobs in the past and has applied to numerous jobs in the past, these additional requirements, these are things that you're going to have to sacrifice. You're going to, there's a big sacrifice coming up with willing to determine or well, well, willing to travel for undetermined periods of time with limited notice. That's a huge sacrifice. What if you have to go away for two weeks and leave your family? That's a huge deal. What if, you know, what if they say, okay, tomorrow or tonight, you have to go across the country for a month, no notice, limited notice. And, you know, those are the things you have to weigh when you're going for a job like this. Is it that important? You get this engineering job at SpaceX to kind of, you know, get that under your belt, get that in your, uh, in your resume and to work on systems for the future. That would be awesome. That'd be really cool. But there's other sacrifices, you know, uh, ability to work extended hours as needed to support project milestones. That's another thing. Uh, you're going to make a bunch of money doing this. You're going to make a crap ton of money. But at the end of the day, if you're not willing to work those extended hours, don't apply to this job. It's a really grueling job. You know, there's, there's heavy lifting. Like they said, there's a lot of stuff. Should I apply to this job? Probably not. I'm not an engineering guy, but you know, if you're willing to, to do all those things for, uh, you know, a bunch of money, but with a lot of sacrifices, that's all on you. Now I want to make sure that I help out the people that help me out. And Magellan TV has been really great to me. They've been sponsoring the show for a while. And I'm, I actually use their, their uh, services. They're a streaming service. They do documentaries about space, science, tech, humanity. Anything you ever want to watch documentary about, they have documentaries on it. And I'm a big documentary kind of person, so I love it. Uh, and if you can go to MagellanTV.com slash Space News Pod, you can get two months for free to check it out. Watch as many documentaries as you want in two months. And then after that, it's only $4.99 per month. And they have 1,500 plus documentaries. And every week they get new stuff. And it's all HD on any device, anytime, anywhere. Streaming, no commercials. So check it out, MagellanTV.com slash Space News Pod. Thank you, Magellan, for all of your help. And I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. My name is Will Walden, and I will see you soon.